All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 20th of May. The number of coronavirus cases in India has crossed the 1 lakh mark yesterday with the addition of nearly 5,000 cases. In fact, the daily increase has been around that level for the past few days. If you've been tracking that number, make sure to check the latest update at 8 a.m. today. So far, there have been 3,163 confirmed deaths on account of the virus and over 39,000 people have recovered. Now, here's an update on one of the measures announced by the government as part of its Atmanirbhar package. Indian state governments, which want to tap the credit being offered by the central government as part of a bailout for the coal and power industry, must first plan how to pay the 1.17 lakh crore rupees of outstanding dues, according to people with knowledge of the matter. That's a Bloomberg report. The states planning to avail the program need to provide a timeline for the payment of pending power dues and subsidies. And failure to comply will result in penal interest charges on the loans being offered by state lenders Power Finance Corporation and its unit REC. The states will also have to guarantee the loan amount and interest payments. Moving on. Investors in some of the credit funds run by Franklin Templeton's India unit, that is four of the six funds that were wound down, will have to wait over five years to fully recoup their money, according to an email that was sent by the asset manager to investors. The timing could end up being sooner as any sale of the underlying assets in the frozen funds in the secondary market and prepayment or accelerated payment by issuers of the debt in the funds would quicken the payout, according to the documents. Moody's Investors Service has said that India's non-bank lenders will face increased liquidity and solvency strains as economic activity slows due to the spread of COVID-19. Moody said that NBFCs are more at risk than banks due to exposure to riskier lending segments. It also said that large bank exposure to these entities could also imply greater systemic risk. In international news in the aviation space, Qantas Airways has said that putting extra space between passengers on planes could lead to a big increase in airfares. It could also discourage flying as a result. In fact, prices could rise eight to nine times what they are today. Let's hope that a vaccine gets developed soon. And speaking of a vaccine against the virus, US stocks fell for the first time in four sessions after reports circulated that Moderna Incorporated's vaccine study, which was credited in part for Monday's rally in stocks, didn't produce enough critical data to assess its success. The company's shares fell as much as 12% after trade publication STAT reported that key information about the coronavirus vaccine was withheld. STAT cited a lack of a press release from the National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Moderna's partner on the vaccine, and said that the company didn't release information necessary to interpret its data. Early in the day, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell reiterated during a Senate hearing that the central bank is ready to use all weapons in its arsenal 
to help the US economy endure the coronavirus pandemic. But he also warned that Americans could start losing their homes and that long-term unemployment can damage the economy. Equities in the Asia-Pacific region have begun mixed with two of the three early rises starting in the green. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was higher by about half a percent, while the Australian benchmark was lower by a similar amount. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. Lots to talk about today. How are we looking at the start of the day? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. We're likely to see a positive start based on what we are witnessing when it comes to the SGX Nifty, which is trending higher by 40-odd points at this point in time. Bajaj Finance earnings came in post-market hours and its net interest income rose 38% for the quarter gone by, but net profit came in 20% lower. Both headline numbers, however, are higher than street expectations. There was contingency provision related to COVID-19, which stood at 850 crores, and impairment expenses were up 2.3 times at 1865 odd crores. We move on to Tata Power, where revenues declined 8.4% year-on-year. Net profit, however, was up 13%, adjusted for an exceptional item. Tata Power has said that its divestment plans remain on track with the closure of the Senji transaction earlier in April, with 842 crore rupees realized from this sale, which includes a hedging gain. The company is in advanced discussions to execute sale agreement for another overseas asset and in addition there is good progress on closing the sale of a defense business in the current quarter. We move on to LNT Infotech and this IT company has clearly been an outperformer and once again for this particular quarter it's been a strong one considering its revenues rose 7% sequentially and its margins were steady at 19.2% against 18.8%. Apollo Tires, however, had a weak quarter with the revenues declining 15.5% and net profit down 7.4%. We also have earnings for Embassy Office Parks REIT. This is an interesting one and also in the talks considering there was a lot of mama as to how the COVID-19 would impact its earnings, its revenues were largely flattish, marginally down by around half a percent year on year. Net profit did decline, however, by as much as 77% and there was an impairment loss of about 178 crores in the current quarter. Now, Embassy Office Parks REIT has said that its properties have remained open to support core business functions of its occupiers throughout the national lockdown. And the rent collections from office occupiers remained a strong 92% for the month of April. Demand will likely moderate considerably though in 2020, according to the company's press release. The company is to resume construction once lockdown restrictions are eased by the government. In today's day of trade, we watch out for Bajaj Auto, Dr. Reddy's and Ultratech Cement from the Nifty 50 in terms of earnings. We have interesting news on Piramal Enterprises as well, where we understand Boston-based private equity firm TA Associates is in discussion to buy about 20% stake in Piramal Enterprises for as much as $500 million dollars. 
The Pyramal Group aims to reach an agreement as soon as June. This is reported by Bloomberg News. So we're expecting some amount of traction in Pyramal Enterprises based on this. And finally, we have a clarification from SpiceJet where it says that it's been maintaining an adequate cash flow to cover reduced costs of operations. The company said that the lesser payments, which form a bulk of the fixed costs, have been mutually deferred and waived as there has been no economic value derived by the airline. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuinn.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.